0: Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. I'm Heather, your host, and I'm here with
1: Jeremy and Will. Jeremy, why you sad, buddy? Oh, I'm surprised. Oh, I'm here now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. A minute ago, we
2: were were beside each other at a desk. So we redid our office, and our desks are right beside each other. And here I am trying to talk to him. It's great. It's a joy to sit beside you. Literally trying to talk to you. You know what he says to me? Mm -hmm. I'm answering you in an email.
0: He's right beside I,
2: no, me. No. And I, he won't talk back to me. He's he literally is answering me in an he's, email. No, he's oh, twisting why? what I
1: said. No. I said, I'm busy right now. I'm sending you an email. And it wasn't just to you, it was to all of our elders. Well, I had an email that I had to send to our yeah. elder team. So he was included on it. I was like, I gotta finish this email and then I'll talk you to you. At the bottom at the bottom of the email it said it said that he could
2: not eat lunch tomorrow. Which no, is what I was asking. He's him. making this up. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, I was right there. And he couldn't like I'm just, I'm just surprised you are like noticing me moment. now. Whatever.
1: I work in a very sensitive workplace. <laughs> <laughs> he he gets offended so easily.
0: Yeah, there's rules and things about that now. No, here's there's training you should take. I'll, yeah, I'll for forward some it reason you. sensitivity
1: training. I, you know what? For I'm, some reason, he runs the HR department of our church, <laughs> too. I, I don't know how you just like named yourself the HR director. You just made that up. That's what I do. Yeah, that's how got so you can so complain about everybody else. <laughs> Nobody can issue an HR complaint yeah. about you now because yeah, they, have they do it. I'm like, all right, I'll file that away. You're the Toby of New Heights. He Church.
0: is. He's Toby. Gosh. hey
2: guys. Yeah,
0: oh, that's great. You uh, do come in frumping like Toby sometimes. Uh,
2: listen, I'm frumpy like Toby, and um, you just mistreated lectured like Toby. me
0: about sunscreen, and I feel like that's exactly what Toby to- did on beach listen, day. You
2: really should just use organic sunscreen, so just it doesn't fill your pores. To stop. It's true. When we did a office
1: skit a while back, yeah, um, for the annual meeting. Yeah, like years ago,
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> not and, this year. Which no. was
1: amazing, but there's no evidence of that anywhere. The, and all I the files TV. have Why been deleted.
2: It was for annual meeting.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, so it was like it, a funny video for now. the
1: annual meeting. There was some obscure purpose of it. But mainly yeah. for laughs. Can
0: we pause for a moment? Sure, paused. Is it not distracting that Baker is like really making an effort to take a good picture of me today?
2: No. What are you talking about? It's not distracting. At all. What was wrong with your old picture?
0: Which yeah. one do you want to talk about?
2: Oh, it's, it's, I think they're all good. I think, yeah, I think he's like
0: right here in my face, like. I don't I don't even notice. Taking multiple, yeah. I guess, so he can get one good one. You don't notice him like clicking <laughs> no, in I, right here. No,
2: I am I'm sitting here and he only
1: took one of me and moved on.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Really well,
2: well He gave
1: up on me. He he takes
2: a picture of me when I have like my hood on or something. I look he's good in true. the dark. Think he's pretty-
0: you look good in the dark? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll take your word for it. <laughs> you know it. Never mind. Never mind. Don't don't do it. Okay, so guys, I've missed you all. It's been a while since we've been together. Welcome oh back, no.
1: welcome back to reality, Heather. Yeah, right. You've been where have you been? Out of the country or something? Florida. Where, where, oh, oh, that's basically a different country. Florida's out of the country, basically. It's like a tropical There's wetland. There's some places I like you
2: can it. go, and it seems like a very different country. And but like all of Florida is just different in general.
1: You like Florida? Is that what you said? You do I like it. You would fit in parts. I didn't say that. Oh. Oh. Maybe I imagined that. Yeah. I thought you said I like it.
2: Yeah, I thought you said that too.
1: Do you like it? I don't know. I think you said you that. You don't know. You our were there. Did you like our it? Our listeners can remind, <laughs> rewind and hear if you actually said There it. were
0: parts <laughs> I liked and parts, parts I didn't. Which parts? I don't know. The, I like the southerner beach. parts
1: or the northerner parts? Like the beach part. The beach Going part? Going
0: to the beach. I didn't Did like the Did you go traffic. to the beach? Yeah, we went. Yeah, that's why this I is. I thought the you just went
1: to Disney World, which is the only part of Florida without a beach.
0: Jason Cook could not be in florida without going to the beach like every day he's like it's so close it's so close i can feel I, it listen i can yeah, understand so we that. went we to went to, to the beach. beach for a couple hours on saturday I don't love the we beach, came for a couple hours yeah it was great
2: i hate the beach i hate florida what it's Me muggy too.
1: and humid and gross
2: and The bugs no thanks and snakes i hate yeah i hate beach I
0: hate the things. fishing hate is phenomenal
2: though I do in florida
0: but you, at least you're kind enough to go with your family on a beach trip, unlike like somebody else in the room.
2: I would never make my wow. family go to a creek in North Carolina if that's what
1: you're asking.
0: <laughs> that's not what I'm asking. Well, but
1: I know what's best for them, and they love it.
2: it was a- so I wanted my family to go to Ireland in, in uh, February. I've been saving up. We we're going we were gonna go to Ireland. Talk about a lame vacation. It, it, listen, I understand. It is kind of <laughs> lame. It was where a murder happened that I'm really interested in. That's uh, oh, super he's lame. Using 1998, it for 1998, selfish it, purposes. It was in, yeah, it totally.
0: Was. He's trying to make a game about. It.
2: Totally, it. No, I already made a case for it to oh. play the game. Um, but like. It is, uh, I really want to go. The murderer who, well, who's thought the murderer still, like, hangs out in the town. Um, his name is wow. Ian Bailey. Yeah,
1: I want right. to go see him. And you're hating, where, on, you're hating that, on me for taking my, <laughs> my kids to a creek.
0: Is that where my cousin went? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Hey so kids, I, let's go visit with a murderer look, today. There's
2: Ian Bailey, the murderer. Yeah, he's 6'4", 240 pounds roughly. He's a hard guy to hide. Um wow. so you know, I wanna go I wanna go I wanna go see like all the stuff. It's a it's called a skull is what the town's called. Uh, it says six hundred people in it. But I gave it up to take my kids to Disney this this uh in, in that February. So don't do it. That's why I know I don't wanna do it, but Patrick has somehow convinced me that it's magical. <laughs>
0: It is, but it's, it's not. But it's not. It's
2: not. Nothing in Florida is magical. Happiest
1: place on earth. Don't that, they have so a they controversial say. bill?
0: Oh yeah, bill. Yeah, it's absolutely right
2: now. Yeah, that's who it is. He's <laughs> <It's> controversial. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't say. Listen, things.
0: we're like twenty minutes deep, and Sorry. haven't haven't talked about. Well, anything. we're excited, because but you are back, back. we're yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we can. He, nice.
2: He's finally talking to me. You're
1: here.
0: It's great. This is like old Everybody's times. Kinda we got the band
1: back together. Yeah. It's good. What are we talking about?
0: Uh, we're going to go over a question that we got. Um, uh, blah, 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 it was submitted in the app. Um, oh,
1: thank you, submitter. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So uh, we are going to cover this, and then I had just some thoughts that we were going to kind of go over. Because this is kind of a um, – I'm certain that this is something that at least – everybody has thought before um maybe not asked out loud but at least thought um so is it true when people say for anything that happens it's all part of god's plan i mean i know god is sovereign knows all sees all and knows the end from the beginning but does that mean that everything that happens is part of his plan i have just heard that phrase a lot lately and it seems the natural response people give to grief hardships and tragedy he has given us free will to make decisions and choices that affect our life and other lives. But does that mean that God controls it in a way that makes it a part of his plan?
2: That's a really complicated question. So I think you could easily say yes. Uh, but that's obviously there. They have questions if the answer is yes. So I think look at God's will. I think this way. There's things that he has ordained um, that he is, has, has w- makes come to pass. Um, just an idea, right? He talks about how he raised up Pharaoh to displace power throughout the world, right? That was something that was uh, was he was going to do. Um, I would even argue that Adam eating the fruit was something that was he was going to do, which is why you see in a, the Ephesians one that before the foundations of the world, right, he had chosen some for himself. That he had made a redemptive plan before the tree was ever created physically in the garden. There was a redemptive plan that was going, that was established and written and was going to come to pass. Now, I, I think there is something, a permissive will that God has, which says he allows things to happen. But it's not necessarily what he wants to happen, but he permits it to happen. And he uses it knowing it's going to happen to bring about... Um, some uh, for, take for example Joseph's brother. What they meant for evil, God meant for good. So he did. Did he want the brothers to sin? No. But did he permit them to sin? Yes. And through their bad decisions, he made something wonderful come out of it.
1: You inevitably get into a little bit of like logic and philosophy in this because you know how can God not want someone to sin yet when someone sins it's still in his plan like Adam and Eve in the garden or Pharaoh and you know the the harshness the harsh treatment of the Israelites um and those are two examples where it's clear that you know God's plan is still in effect and unthwarted but like yeah i think in, in, anything that we decide to do um we can't make a decision that's that's going to land us on some pathway that's completely outside of god's ultimate plan now it can be outside of his will for our lives and what's good for us and what's contrary to his law but ultimately we can't escape the sovereign will of god and so in the sense of the question is you know is that just something people say or is that actually true um, I would say it is actually true, and maybe we can spend some time kicking around. If that is true, then what are the implications of that? But I right. do think it actually is true that everything that happens is in God's plan. And if it, if that weren't the case, then God would not be all powerful. So, um, yeah, let's let's and come sovereign. back to some of the implications and some of the issues people are going to have. So, with that. actually, this morning, um, our staff we're, we're, we go through Proverbs in our staff meetings weekly, and um, one of the Proverbs we read this morning is Proverbs twenty-one verse one. And that verse says, "The king's heart is a stream of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he will." And I love how um, how this proverb is worded because it doesn't say that that. Uh, you know that a king is unable to do something he wants to do. Now the king has desires to do what he wants to do, but it says that his desires are actually like water in the hands of the Lord, and he turns it wherever he wants. And so um, Romans 9 uses the example of Pharaoh, that even though Pharaoh was seemingly making free will decisions in what he did, ultimately the Lord hardened his heart um, for his ultimate purpose of of redemption and to show his, his majesty in the predicament of the Israelites. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah we do have free will um i think that is true i'll say we have a will it's not typically as free as we think it is um so like with my with my kids i will i will let them choose what they want to wear on a on a given day but they can't they can't wear um they can't go shirtless to school right um i don't know what you do with your kids maybe you let them let them be crazy like that but but so like they know <laughs> they they know yeah. they've got yeah right they know they've got a will they can they can have some freedom to make some decisions but they can't do something completely outside of the father's will yeah so i, I think also and i, I want to cuz this is such a has so many facets
2: to the question right so um is it cruel that a father who is in control of all things or who knows what's going to happen would allow his children to suffer pain and I would say no. It depends. No, it's not. If if the goal was to bring the children back to, the father. So, my my son and so I got stung one day twice. Once in the toe and like the the bridge of my foot when I was outside. Mowing because I don't like to wear shoes, um, and I mow without shoes on. And I, don't yeah, I mean, most people mow without shoes on, right? <laughs> I think listen, that's a listen, pretty stop, normative thing. I know, I know this is, I know some people would call this dangerous.
1: It's not dangerous. No, no, all. What at are people
2: doing with mowers that they're there's just like off their giant feet?
1: metal blades spinning at high I don't speeds? Know if they
0: call it dangerous, they call it dumb. No, why?
1: I, okay, but that's besides, no, things. it's totally normal. Don't, I don't understand don't let why anyone it's dumb. hate on you, I Jeremy. don't understand why it's like what.
2: It's the, it's extended out, and then there's it's bars. What the caveman
1: did? Yeah. What
2: I don't understand. What people are doing? I've been mowing without shoes on for years, and I can I cannot possibly think how are people sawing off their feet with these things? Like there are I
0: two people that has happened to in the last year. Tell them to turn had, the I mower around shoes the other direction. They did have shoes. Shoes on.
2: didn't help them at all. That's probably, probably true. Okay. So anyways, so I, I I got stung, and I went inside, and I said, uh, Max was going out to play, and I said, Max, you need to put on shoes. And he said, I don't want to wear shoes. I said, uh, you need to put on shoes, you're going to get hurt, because there's like there's a lot of bees out there. I haven't mowed that part yet, you know, dandelions, whatnot. And he didn't listen, and I didn't make him listen. I, I literally said to him, when you get stung, um, I want you to remember what I'm telling you. I, and, and I didn't say when you get stung, like, I'm not going to...
0: I told you, so yeah, you I
2: told you I just said, <laughs> I want you to remember these words.
0: Right.
2: And he went, and he got stung twice. <laughs> um like literally twice uh within like on the way back to me uh from the first one he gets stung a second time and i held him and he cried now like i knew what was going to happen because i knew like i knew he was going to get stung Yeah. um even if i had this omniscient like positively the time and moment he would get stung i would still let him do it because i need him to trust me so what now when i say maddox i need you to put on your shoes do you remember what happened He'll go, absolutely. And he puts on his shoes. So like from that pain, he learns something. I think the Lord does the same thing with us. Uh, Now, sometimes the pain enters our life not because of disobedience. So and I do think people sometimes say it flippantly. Oh, God's in control because they have nothing else to say.
1: And I mm-hmm. think it's something that people. Which is lean so harmful.
0: Uh, well, again, there are yeah.
1: truths. There are things that are true that are not helpful to hear at a certain time.
0: Right. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I I agree. It's not the time and place right. for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if
2: right, we've talked joked about this before. When someone's like, um, at a funeral, like. You know, Billie Jean is looking down on you guys. If we were stood up and go, uh, he's not actually Billy right. or her. That's
1: incorrect theology, yeah, right? And
2: yeah. yeah, like that's not a time to correct it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so and so gained a pair of angel wings or whatever the same is. God needed another angel. Yeah, right. <laughs> like there's times to correct, there's times not to. And right. I think sometimes people don't know what else to say and they want to comfort. And this, but th- that's just uh, that's yeah, just people we, doing uh, the best I, they so. Can. I
0: had a conversation this past week. Um, Someone that I love a lot, um, found out some devastating news about, uh, her baby that she's pregnant with. She's about 20 weeks into her pregnancy and all three options that she was given results in her baby, not making it. And, um, I was on the phone with my mother and she said, you know, this is just a part of God's plan and we're going to have to, and I'm like, mom, I understand that, but you can't say that to her. Okay. Like I, like I'm certain that it is and and through hard times and tragedy like that's where hope is born and you know that's you know going through tragedies like that can right. definitely um, can definitely create a lot of uh, you know a lot of faith and other things but also it's it's devastating it wrecks you and yeah. um, you know that's not the time and place to say that I don't think Oh it's not um,
2: I, I, but I, I think I think that there is. Again, whether it's something like a tragedy like that, that really isn't because of anything we've done. It's right. just it just happens. Uh, we, you know, uh, we're conf- we we're confronted that we live in a sinful world. We're confronted that uh, these things happen that are deeply. And I think with the person or what your mom or other people when they try when they what they're trying to say. Is what they're going to learn, Lord William, eventually, yeah. which is it, when same way when you know when David lo- loses a son in the Bible, right? Yeah, and you see it's such a tra- a tragic part of life, um, but that it does raise his eyes to heaven. It does give him an understanding of mor- um, you know mor- uh, mortality um, of of. Uh, really, a, maybe a deeper appreciation of life, and maybe a different aspect on life. What's a waste of time versus not a waste of time, and so. But these are lessons that that come that come with time. Uh, yeah, in a simple um, Jesus juke, in a moment of tragedy, it's probably not the best time for it
0: yeah so you know i think I think part of this the question that was submitted like um you know I think a part i think part of what you just answered was part of that question like this is a very um it- the question was asked in several different things, I believe, mm-hmm. and that was part of it so um
1: I would add too, real mm-hmm. quick heather um that that just because God willingly allows something tragic to happen um sometimes sometimes we we take that truth and it's a hard pill to swallow, but we forget that God willingly puts himself through tragedy as well. Yeah. Like, in the incarnation, we have an example of Jesus coming and enduring all the sorrows of life, all the temptations of life, you know, experiencing pain. Like, honestly, most of us never even come close to experiencing um, but then also spiritually, even from heaven, our heavenly Father like can empathize with us and be grieved with us as He Absolutely, sees the yeah. sinful world. So like, even when we're going through something and we have to acknowledge this is part of God's plan, that's hard for me to understand. Like the Lord is going through that with you, and and His heart is breaking with you, and He's in that trial with you. So He's a very empathetic God. Even though it's maybe in His will, um, He feel He feels the pain and He understands, you know, all the all the pain that we feel.
2: Man, think think of Paul and who loses. So I think the Apostle Paul was married. Do you think he was married?
1: Uh, that's a whole other podcast. But yeah, I tend, to, I tend to think that he was. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I think of him being a married man um, at, with a family, with friends, a position, and he loses all of it, right? And it's all stripped away from him. It, it reminds me in some ways of Job, who yeah. loses everything. Now, Job is blessed uh, and 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 some and, and you know, it, he's blessed again. But but Paul is also blessed and receives a new family, receives something greater. Now he gets a taste of it, but you know now he sees the fullness of it in, in
1: heaven. But then he gets a thorn in the flesh that the Lord won't remove. Right. That we don't know what that exactly is. And then he's also murdered. So right. I mean, like it doesn't end. Yes. In a way that we would humanly look at for Paul's life and say like, yeah, the Lord did all this great stuff in his life, but like spiritually he did. And so I think that's why like the message of the Bible isn't that our life will be easy. The message of the Bible is to lift our eyes up beyond this life to something eternal and, yeah. and see the blessings of God in any, in, in eternity.
2: Yeah. Li- life on this side is not easy. Life on an eternity is not only easy, but enjoyable and worshipful mm-hmm. in every way with ill corrupt motive. Anyways, it's just a yeah, so anyways, I I I think whether it's Job or whether it's Paul, you see this kind of theme uh and really Jesus is the, is is the the greater version of all of it, right, who um who, who loses uh he you know, in in his so much when he when he uh uh humbles himself. Um, you know, who suffers and he gains you know, he gains the people for himself, a redeemed people. So, anyways, it's a, it's a, yeah. There, there is the, the tragedy is, is but part of the story, and it's just a, you know, there's, there's much more out that, that, that I think yeah. we can forget the, the bigger picture.
0: So, you know, I, I know this is something that I've heard a ton, and um, you know, even in some of my own tragedies that I've had, have heard this from people who are good Christian people. Um, and thankfully, I was in a place where I didn't like I wasn't offended by, it, you know, um, I remember women uh, before we had Benjamin, we were pregnant. And after I had uh, had a miscarriage, like I heard this a lot from church people. Um, so as as believers, like give us some language to use for people. I mean, I, I think this is.
2: For what to say
0: yeah what what's something that we could say or do we need to say anything you know i think there's a time and place to just sit yeah. with somebody in silence yeah i mean specifically dealing with yeah.
1: tragedy I, I think um i think i think we should seek to embody empathy because i think that is a clear attribute of god in the incarnation specifically so it just like jesus entered into the world we enter into their struggle so like be willing to spend time with them Weep with them. Romans twelve says, "Rejoice with those who rejoice, and weep with those who weep." And so we spent time weeping with people, and and just like acknowledging to them that that it's it's bad, and that we know it's bad. And and I think one of the best things you can say is, "I wish there was something I could do to make it better." Yeah, um, I wish there were instead something, of trying yeah. to make it better, just Absolutely. be honest. I wish I could make it better, but I can't. Right. And um and and I think. I think, honestly, if we just get ourselves out of, like, we've got to pull them out of their feeling, just, like, leave them in it. Like, it's okay for them to grieve. It's healthy. It's healthy, yeah. Right. Like, absolutely. So, so when people are going through a hard time, it's not it's not our job to pull them out of it. Right. Um, it's actually our job to enter into it with them. Right. And, and if we look at That's it good. that way, instead of i got to pull them out, rather i gotta, I got to get in it with them, then right. it will completely change the things that we say. Um, and there might be a time where we can acknowledge, I mean, like – When I've preached funerals and stuff, I mean, people have asked me like, "Is this God's plan?" You know, and and so like when people ask questions, maybe that is a good time to say, "Yeah, God's sovereign, and somehow this, you know, I don't understand this, but somehow it's going to work out for, for the good." Um, But I think generally it's just like, maybe be quiet a little more, enter in rather than trying to pull them out. Yeah,
2: yeah. There's a there's a great line I think you can say when someone when something. Horrible happens in someone's life, and they tell you about it. And if I don't know if people listening want to write it down, but it's really it's a really great line. And I know what you're gonna say. I, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, ready? Yeah. yeah, it sucks. And and then and then just sit there with them and like whether they need a hug or whether you need to like yeah just tell them it sucks. Like That's, that's yeah. Horrible. There's no
0: need for you to try to fix it or anything. There's a great book.
2: There's a wonderful book, I and mean, maybe we can put this in the in the notes. But it's uh it's a long title actually, so I'll probably mess it up but it's like what hurting people wish what, you'd stop saying something basically but it's like what what hurting people wish you knew, you knew i think it's what yeah. it's called yeah so it's it's really 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 good and actually that's that's kind of what i where i stole that from is there's sometimes we want to talk too much and give this great wisdom
0: i thought you stole it from parks and rec uh, no, no no is it
2: is it
1: from there yeah Okay, well, maybe they read the book.
0: Well, what
2: what tends to help
1: hurting people is presence, not not words. I think the words that are remembered in times of grief are are words that were not comforting. You know, Um, I I
0: I think people, yeah. For me, like I remember who showed up.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. remember
0: what anything yeah. said except for the things that were hurtful.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, and
0: you know that that was, and
1: especially as a pastor, like we end up at hospitals, like right Absolutely, after yeah. people have died, like yeah. you know, and, and families there, like fresh, right after things, tragic things have happened. Yeah, and I, you know, maybe I do a bad job, but I, but I tend to think it's more helpful for me to just be quiet, and I'm there, and yeah. and one of the things I say to people a lot is is I'm I'm here and I'm praying and i just i just silently pray yeah if they want to talk they can't if they just want to sit there i'll sit there with them you know and pray pray quietly
0: that's good and
2: and it has amazed me uh how much that means to people because i know i've talked to you about this before that i'm always a a bit taken back by someone's presence because i i think i'm a bit different in this area, but. I feel like I'm like an alien. I'm like, humans like this sort of thing. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like I'm like Mork or something. Um, but the... Uh, but I've Mork? Been, Mork and I Mindy. Know. Hey, you don't... Great 1970s reference there. Yeah, right? I, don't know. I, I got it. I, I think know. you're more like an Alf, personally. <laughs> <laughs> kind of look like Alf. <laughs> yeah,
0: I get that. You remember that. him?
2: Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, I you look Alf. like him. Hey, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I know. I know <laughs> Alf, the, the, the Bronx alien. Um, anyways, whatever. So there's a... Uh, what was I even Oh yeah, so I've always found it odd that people want that presence of someone but how much it's meant to people. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm always blown away by that. Um,
1: yeah, so it's and no one will say it in a time yeah. of tragedy too. They're not like, will you come and just sit right. beside me? Like no, people aren't going to ask for that. But, but afterwards, it, yeah. like
2: when people when you hear mm-hmm. people like, "Hey, that meant so much to me mm-hmm. that yeah. you were just there."
1: And again it's so foreign to me
2: I don't understand it but I don't need to like to to understand and at least appreciate this is how people
1: normal people function yeah well we've established you you're not <laughs> yes, normal, normal people. you <laughs> mow your dang grass without <laughs> shoes on you just the whatever. heck is wrong with you
2: I, I sometimes I wear these sandals oh my god got it yeah I mean I again I'm what
1: what am I worried about you're like you're the strange on the edge. you're so strange <laughs> Like hey, what are your are hey, your feet green like when you come in like yeah, from all the shower. freshly cut grass? I take a shower. But like grass stains, stains don't your, just like yeah. come off. It's like okay, listen, number 1. Have you seen like white New Balance kicks after you mow in them? I, don't for know I a do not I do not own a pair of white
2: shoes. Number oh, 1. Okay.
1: Secondly, um, I what are, what's happening? <laughs> Why
2: did you just rub your thumb across my eyebrow? You had a hair. Well, it's called my eyebrows. There's no, several the hairs hair was there. like a this loose hair. It was all dancing right. in hey, the Baker, breeze. Do make sure we have. Okay, we have recording this. I just need to put in an HR complaint. Um. Anyways, not what I was to saying. <laughs> I, I don't you, man. You got me off. You got me all sorry. Blushing. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Okay, so what? Sure yeah, so I scrub things. I scrub my feet. One, you don't have white shoes. And I have like a cheese shredder type thing that I take to my feet. And then really <sighs> shred them. That's gross. Oh, dude, it's so gross. <laughs> it is so gross. All right, stop. We don't need like to Like, you talk
0: should about see the it. pile. It no, looks. No, <laughs> I'll send you a picture. i gonna send you a picture. No.
2: It's about oh. that time when you start shredding oh, me. Oh, I'm feeling it's nauseous. It's like a cheese grate. Oh,
0: I'm feeling nauseous. Stop it. All right. What's well, a corn? You know, I. Uh, can you go back and just that edit can't that be out? part of God's plan for you.
1: <laughs> it cannot. God's too we good that for that to happen.
0: <laughs> um, mm. Hey, that's all I had today. I, I thought we'd just do. Uh, this was such kind of a heavy topic, and now we've talked about shredding yeah, your feet. And
2: there's okay. I know we can't. Maybe we can talk about this next time. Oh, like gosh. there's imp- no because there's really big implications on the sovereignty of God. So know, maybe a different episode. Maybe next episode. But there's a, you said there's a lot of implications there, and there mm-hmm. there, are, there are. Yeah, but
0: I mean we can go if you if you want. I mean I do.
2: I mean Baker, what time we got? What's what's what? our
0: <laughs> 30, 30. Minutes? Oh, it's we, we have a good short one.
1: Oh, I don't know what that meant. I mean you, you keep what going? What topic are you trying to bring up? That's what she's trying to figure this, out.
2: It's just the sovereignty of God and the so like for example, if like if God is all sovereign and knew all things and permitted all things, like what do you do with like things
1: like Hitler? You know, well, like, did he did he permit that?
0: Okay, that sounds um, like another uh, yeah, episode. Let's...
1: No, I, I can answer it quickly. Yeah, God permitted it.
2: Yeah, He permitted, it. but it was within. Was it within His will? That's the thing. People people are she uncomfortable. She said she wants to do that. this next time.
1: People are uncomfortable with that. she to do this next time. And but but here's no, we're doing it now. We're doing it now, <laughs> it's Heather. Young <me>, people. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, Heather. Heather's packing up All her right, stuff. She's leaving. It. Uh, we're going to finish on our own. But, no, I just think that that generally. Humans are uncomfortable with God's ultimate plan, and I think we need to be okay with being uncomfortable with God's plan. I think a lot of evangelicalism centers on us just, like, getting in tune with God's plan and loving every part of it. Like, right. like a lot of the Bible is filled, I mean, absolutely filled with people who seem like very godly examples to us that are not thrilled with the way God's plan works out for their life. Like
2: all the minor, minor prophets. Yeah.
1: All of them. And, and all the martyrs yeah. and apostles who are killed for their faith. I mean, like... they're we don't have to be happy about those things, and and so like we can bemoan those things and be upset about those things, and dare I say even like in our flesh disagree with God's will, but in our souls know that God's will is ultimately best because I can't see all things like God does. Right. And and so like is is the Holocaust an evil act? Of course, but God is is going to take what man's done for evil and he's going to use it for his ultimate redemption and His glory and His and and the good of His people.
2: Yeah, when you see what what the with the Lord allowed the Romans to do, with the allowed the Babylonians to do, the Assyrians, the Persians, and the, the Egyptians, and yet each time it's like there's a judgment that comes upon them, but He mm-hmm. was using it for a purpose. But like, yeah, Isaiah, uh, Habakkuk, or I mean, when we, with the people that we've talked about, like they didn't they didn't see the bigger. They couldn't have what did what was it that the Lord said to Habakkuk? Like, yeah, He I told you, you wouldn't even believe yeah, it. He said if
1: I told you the plan, you wouldn't believe it.
2: And I, th- I I to me I love that line. I yep. love that that's in scripture.
1: It's like it's like the Lord says if if I would just reveal all of my plan to you human, um there's there's no concept in your brain for you to be able to comprehend what's happening. Boom. Yeah.
0: So what else you all have to say about sovereignty? That what's was that?
1: all I had to say.
0: Oh, uh, we ain't going we ain't I rolling just, on. No,
1: I just wanted <laughs> to get that in there before we finished. That, <laughs> oh, okay. That, that we can she's we can mad, say dude.
2: She's about she's about to stab you.
1: Yes I was just wanted to say we can we can be is that a part of god's plan? we can be He's unhappy savvy. with it. We'll find out <laughs>
0: I'm kidding
1: <laughs> well a, I, I gosh, I wish I could remember who said it um, give it the idea me no <laughs> it was it was, a, it was a guy that basically says, you know, do we have free will uh, yeah. And, yeah, we have free will okay, well, um, is it appointed unto us, and does God and his sovereignty know the day we're gonna die? Well, yeah, he knows. He, he's God. He knows everything. Okay, so what happens if I, in my free will, make a decision to not eat? Well, what, what happens if you don't eat? You die. Mm-hmm. Well, so if I, if I, in my free will, choose to stop eating and then I die, is that the day that God, in his sovereignty, appointed for me to die? And and the answer to that question is stop being an idiot and eat your dinner. Yeah. like It's just like this. You've, this you've said
0: that recently. Yeah,
1: it's a great example. I wish I could credit the guy that said it before me. Well, until we can figure it out. But the lo- the <laughs> logic, yeah, we'll credit Jeremy. But the logic of it is is Does that
0: sounds like something. You'd say? The reason
1: it sounds so silly is because it's a human mind trying to wrap itself around God's sovereign plan, and that just doesn't have a category for us. Yeah. And and what we need to learn to be okay with as Christians is that we'll never understand it completely. We can be upset with it. We can be unhappy with it. But we see that God is so much higher than us that we can actually trust Him with our lives and, and follow His plan to the best of our ability and it's gonna work out well for us. That's good. Spiritually and eternally. Yeah. Even if not physically.
0: Yeah.
1: That's it. That's all I had to say. Got anything else? My heart and my mind is clear.
2: Yeah, I'm I I'm good. I listen, all I said was there were some implications and will just went on a tirade. I just Sorry. Now I, I know how to get his attention at the desk. I'll just say something like that, and then he'll talk to me. Jeez, please. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, well, next next time you want to talk about something personal, you can you can make an appointment or send an email. <laughs> send him an don't email. Don't just show up at my desk.
2: <laughs> that at my desk. And,
1: <laughs> well, you put it beside yours. I, mean, I didn't we, even want it there. We need a wall. We need like a cubicle wall in between <laughs> <A cubicle> us. <laughs> yes, yeah, a little full be,
2: full like, wall. Be like throwing
1: crap over top of it. Yeah, well, it'd be a distraction.
0: All right. Well. You have been listening to Front Porch Theology Podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to submit them on our app. And um, golly, yes. we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening.